Today, on the flagship show, on the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. We Resurrect, the La La Land Records Presents series with selections from scores released from this incredible award-winning label. You'll hear music from Far and Away by John Williams, Sliver with music by Howard Shore, and additional music by Christopher Young, Mystery Met by Stephen Warbeck with additional music by Shirley Walker, Point Break by Mark Isham, Casper by James Horner, and we'll pay tribute to one of the greatest guitar heroes in rock and roll of all time. So pop some popcorn, grab a cold beverage, sit back in your favorite chair, turn down the lights and turn up the volume as the flagship show on the Cinematic Sound Radio Network begins now. This is the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. Kitchener, Ontario, Canada. This is the flagship show on the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. My name is Eric Woods and I'm your host. Wherever you're listening to the show today, I do ask you to take the time to rate and review the show, no matter what podcatcher you're on. The ratings and the reviews really help get the show noticed and helps potential new listeners get an idea of what this show is about. Also, we have a newly opened merchandise store where you can buy a logo t-shirt from your favorite Cinematic Sound radio program, as well as hundreds of other items, including some limited edition peril. Check it out at TeePublic. The link is in the show notes. Today, we are resurrecting a themed show that I started producing back in the early 2000s, when this very record label was established. La La Land Records has been around since 2002, 
And since then, I've produced dozens of shows dedicated exclusively to the label. We've also had other partnerships with other labels. Filmscore Monthly is one. But over the years, these record label-themed shows started to wane. The last show dedicated solely to La La Land Records was back in June of 2012. You can still find that show if you're looking for it on cinematicsound.net. So today, I thought we'd give this another go. La La Land Records has kindly supplied the program with some of their more recent releases, and we'll be playing them on the program, including a score from their back catalog, as chosen by you, the listener, on Twitter. Now we open the program with a short track from Far and Away, called Blowing Off Steam by John Williams. That comes from the Far and Away Expanded Edition, released earlier this year. And just as a note, Cinematic Sound Radio's own Tim Burden, the voice of Cinematic Sound Radio, is credited as creative consultant in the liner notes. So congratulations, Tim. And if you want to hear more music from far and away, then check out Jason Drury's archive episode, episode 23, part one. And again, you can find that show at cinematicsound.net. So we'll now move on to our first suite, and it comes from the pen of Academy Award-winning composer Howard Shore to the 1993 erotic thriller Sliver, starring Sharon Stone, William Baldwin, and Tom Berenger, and it was directed by Philip Noyce, and was released in 1993. The film is based on the novel of the same name about the mysterious occurrences in a privately owned New York high-rise Sliver building. Originally, the filmmakers didn't want a traditional film score. They wanted hip songs to reflect the film's tone. They also wanted music that steered clear of the music from Basic Instinct by Jerry Goldsmith, which was a massive hit a year earlier. And it's obvious the reason they wanted to do that. Sliver is an erotic thriller, stars Sharon Stone, so let's not go down that route again. But to complement the songs, Paramount wanted a proper score, so they turned to Howard Shore. At the time, Shore was best known as David Cronenberg's go-to composer. He was also coming off the smash hit Silence of the Lambs, released in 1991. In 92, Shore wrote the music to Prelude to a Kiss and Single White Female. And in 1993, the same year as Sliver, Shore worked on Guilty as Sin, M. Butterfly, Mrs. Doubtfire, and Philadelphia. All of those scores showcased his diversity as a film composer. For Sliver, Shore composed a seductive orchestral film noir score, highlighted by solo trumpet, silky strings, harp, sax, exotic percussion, and various electronic devices. Now, due to extensive reshoots and editing to get the film's rating down from an NC-17 to an R, they reshot a lot of the more steamy scenes and completely reshot the ending to reveal a different killer from the original cut. Shore scored this extensive, intense scene with heavy, brooding strings, along with pop sensibilities, as Shore scores Carly's emotional state during the standoff with her lover, Carly, played by Sharon Stone. During the film's re-editing, Christopher Young was brought in to write some replacement cues that would bridge the gap between Shore's original score 
and the new cuts. Young even scored the extensive ending of the film. Young's version had a more modern 90s sound with electronics, guitar, metallic percussion, and samples. In the film, though, according to the liner notes, this sequence was heavily edited, combining second-long excerpts from Shore's music from another cue with overlapped percussion from Graham Revelle's score to Dead Calm. So in this suite, we will hear Howard Shore's original cue, and then we'll play for you Christopher Young's replacement cue from the end of the film. Here is music from Sliver.
So that was Christopher Young's replacement cue for the reshot and re-edited ending from the film Sliver. And we started the set with Howard Shore's original cue for that very same sequence. The limited edition release of the score is now available through La La Land Records and is limited to only 1,000 copies. This is the Cinematic Sound Radio Network, and you're listening to the flagship show with Eric Woods. Up next is the eighth title within the acclaimed Universal Pictures Film Music Classics Collection, the world premiere official release of the original motion picture score from the big screen 1999 superhero action comedy Mystery Men, starring Ben Stiller, Janine Garofalo, and William H. Macy, was directed by Kinga Usher. The film details the story of a team of lesser superheroes with unimpressive powers that are required to save the day. John Takis chronicles the making of the film and score in the album liner notes. Stephen Warbeck, fresh off his Academy Award-winning score to Shakespeare in Love, was called upon to supply the music for the film. It was that score that introduced the director to Warbeck's work and it was the little comedic moments in that score that director Usher felt would work in Mystery Men. The two worked well together, making various trips from the UK to the US and back again during post-production. Unfortunately, Warbeck was under a lot of pressure to write this score in just four weeks, which included five days of recording at Sony with Pete Anthony conducting. Warbeck had to contend with various pop songs Needle dropped into the film, which left him little room to expand on themes and ideas in the score. Warbeck classified his score as a small one, joined together with certain common elements in terms of structure and feel with various thematic elements. Even though the film is a comedy, Warbeck, like any good film composer writing for comedy, took the goofy characters seriously. The symphonic score was complemented by a wide range of exotic instruments and percussion. Warbeck enjoyed his time on the film, which allowed him to write music out of his comfort zone. However, the film tested poorly, and the film would have to be overhauled in editing and addressed its numerous issues. With Warbeck back in the UK and the release date only weeks away, Shirley Walker was brought in to supply new music where needed. She had 10 days to do so. Walker assessed both the temp track and the original score before writing her replacement cues. Walker wrote several new themes and motifs and incorporated some of Warbeck's original themes. However, she did rewrite the Mystery Men main theme. And with such a tight deadline, Christopher Carter, a key member of Walker's team, created the digital elements of the rescore. The final cut of the film incorporates elements from both scores, retaining more than half of what Warbeck wrote and a majority of Walker's contributions. In this suite, as we did with Sliver, we're going to play an original cue by Warbeck and then the replacement cue by Walker. So there are going to be three cues. We're going to feature the Mystery Men opening, victory, and the car chase. So again, first you'll hear Warbeck's cue, then Walker's, then Warbeck, Walker, Warbeck, Walker. And I hope that makes sense. So enjoy music from Mystery Men with original score by Stephen Warbeck and additional music by Shirley Walker.
Music from the new Mystery Men Limited Edition CD. It's a two-CD set from La La Land Records. In there you heard music composed by Stephen Warbeck, as well as the additional replacement cues by Shirley Walker. And the original soundtrack recording is available, again, on La La Land Records. And it is available right now as of the recording of this program. And there are only 3,000 copies available. Bringing you the very best music for film, TV, and video games, this is the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. Welcome back to the program. This is La La Land Records Presents, Episode 1. On every episode of La La Land Records Presents going forward, we're going to also present a score from the vast back catalog from La La Land Records. And we will be letting you, the listener, choose which score we will play from the back catalog. Last week on Twitter, I ran a poll and I offered you four scores to choose from. The score that won, won with 29.7% of the vote. It won by the skin of its teeth over the second place finisher, who ended up with 28.4% of the vote. So today, because of you, you'll be hearing selections from the 1991 action film Point Break, directed by Catherine Bigelow, starring Patrick Swayze, Keanu Reeves, Laurie Petty, and Gary Busey. The film features Reeves as an undercover FBI agent tasked with investigating the identities of a group of bank robbers who then develops a complex relationship with the group's leader. The score for the film was composed by Mark Isham, and back in 2008, La La Land Records released the premiere release of the score. It was a much-requested title, and Dan Goldwasser provided the liner notes. Aishin came on board as the score composer because director Bigelow had, because director Bigelow had heard Aishin's music from *The Beast of War*. She loved it and listened to that score constantly while filming. Aishin's approach to scoring the film was to craft a contemporary score using electronics, a rock band, and a brass choir. Bigelow appreciated the fresh approach. However, during editing, it was determined that the film could now absorb a more epic score, as Isham recalls. So Isham was now writing for full orchestra to give the score a much larger sound. All the while, Isham was fighting with the sound effects, especially the white noise of the surf. He needed a way to cut through all that, so he experimented along with various elements in order to poke through those sounds. The score that Isham produced was an electronic, orchestral hybrid, but Isham was on a budget and had to slash some of the instruments from the orchestra. Woodwinds were the section to be dropped, replaced electronically in the score. Then late in the game there were reshoots, and Isham would continue to write during that time. Isham delivered an emotional, exciting, unique score that shines, especially during the first incredible skydiving sequence, where Isham's electronic score starts to give way to the orchestral elements. Aisha mentioned that that's where the sense of epic comes in. And now, as voted by you, here is music from Mark Aisham's Point Break.
music from the original motion picture score to Point Break, with original score composed by Mark Isham. The premiere release of the album came out in 2008 from Lullaland Records. There was only 2,000 copies available. They have sold out. So in order to find yourself a copy, uh, it's going to be a little difficult. Uh, you probably have to pay a little bit more than what it uh, cost when it was first available, but um, it's a really good score. Maybe one day they'll re-release it. Who knows? But uh, I really like this music, and I think that anybody that likes uh, orchestral electronic hybrid scores will enjoy the whole thing as well. From Kitchener, Ontario, Canada, this is the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. And you're listening to The Flagship Show with Eric Woods. Up next on La La Land Records Presents Episode 1 is music from Casper by James Horner. This film is directed by Brad Silberling, and this was his feature directorial debut based on the Harvey Comics cartoon character Casper the Friendly Ghost. The film stars Christina Ricci, Bill Pullman, and Malachi Pearson as the voice of Casper. Actually, Alex Proyas was the initial choice to direct this film, but he left early on due to script issues, so Steven Spielberg, the producer of the film, having just watched an episode of Brooklyn Bridge, saw potential in Silberling's work and hired him to direct the movie. And for anybody that has seen this film... um, I have to mention this because it features one of the greatest cameos of all time. It's Dan Aykroyd. He returns as Ray Stans from Ghostbusters to help bust the poltergeist uncles, the ghostly trio in the movie. It's just absolutely hilarious. And Casper was the first film to have a fully CGI character in the lead role. The film's actually rather entertaining. The production design, provided by the legendary Leslie Dilly, who worked on Raiders, Star Wars, Alien, The Abyss, what she did was stellar. And the cinematography, lensed by the great Dean Cuddy, is just top-notch. This film looks incredible. While the film opened to mixed reviews, the film was a box office smash, bringing in over $250 million. The choice for composer was none other than James Horner, who would have a career year in 1995. Actually, one of the best years for a single composer ever. Just listen to these titles. Jade, Balto, Jumanji, Apollo 13, Braveheart, and Casper. All of those scores written in the same year. I mean, there are composers out there that wish they could have those kinds of scores throughout their entire career, never mind a single year. And let me remind you, Horner was coming off a year that included Clear and Present Danger, The Page Master, and Legends of the Fall, and don't get me started on 1993. It's unbelievable. Truly unbelievable. Horner's 90s was just an exceptional time for him. The score Horner wrote for Casper is complex, exciting, magical, uplifting, and warm, while at the same time devilishly dark, filled with infectious themes, 
in colorful orchestrations. Quintessential Horner. However, the highlight of the score is the timeless Casper's Lullaby, a beautiful piano-led theme that, as Jeff Bond explains in the liner notes of the La La Land Records expanded release of the score, it's a theme that speaks to Casper's loneliness and his memories of his former life and death. It really is a stunning theme that received its own concert arrangement on the original album, and it's featured on this new release as well, and can be heard during the end credits and has a, a similar angelic atmosphere of uh, Danny Elfman's Edward Scissorhands from 1990. It's a wonderful score, and I, I hope you enjoy the three selections uh, we have from the expanded release, including the film version of the opening cue from the film, which features the familiar original cartoon theme written by Mac David and Jerry Levingston. This is Casper, music composed by James Horner.
That was music from Casper, with original score composed and conducted by James Horner. That comes from the 25th anniversary remastered limited edition two-CD set available on La La Land Records. It's still available right now at the time of this recording, and there are only 3,000 copies available. Well, we've sadly come to the end of yet another edition of The Flagship Show on Cinematic Sound Radio. I really hope you enjoyed this uh, redux reboot of the La La Land Records Presents series. Uh, I hope to do this show, again, time permitting, um, every couple of months. And I would love to try to feature as many new La La Land releases on the program as possible. However, there might be some shows where we take a deep dive into La La Land Records archive, uh, feature some obscure scores, or maybe feature some scores that are still available that uh, haven't really found any love from film music fans out there. Uh, We might have some themed programs. Who knows? It's a huge, huge catalog of CDs, and um, I'm really glad that uh, we have resurrected this themed program. So to end off today's program and the way I try to end every single new episode of Cinematic Sound Radio's flagship show, and that is with an end title suite. Originally, I had planned to play the end credits from far and away. However, I learned earlier today, uh, the day of this recording, that the legendary guitarist and one of the most influential guitarists of all time, Eddie Van Halen, passed away at the age of 65 due to cancer. I grew up listening to uh, Van Halen, and, and for those that enjoyed rock and roll from the 70s and 80s, also grew up with Van Halen. The band was incredible. The, there was they, they created a sound that no one had ever heard before. I love tunes like Jump, Running with the Devil, Hot for Teacher, Unchained, uh, Right Now. Um, but my personal favorite was Panama. Always loved that tune. But back in 1995, uh, the band, Van Halen, contributed to the Twister soundtrack by providing a song, Humans Being, which was actually adapted by composer Mark Mancina into the score in the track Walk in the Woods, which was finally released as part of La La Land Records' expanded release of the score in 2017. Eddie Van Halen's other contribution was to the end credits. The piece, Respect the Wind. It was written in collaboration with Eddie's brother, Alex. The almost nine-minute cue begins with composer Mark Mancina's end title music, which segues into Respect the Wind, a piece for synthesizer and electric guitar, playing over top a montage of time-lapse visuals of clouds and forming storms. It's simply one of the greatest end credit cues of all time. So we will forego far and away to pay tribute to the great Eddie Van Halen with Respect the Wind from Twister. And with that, take care, everyone. Stay safe and happy listening wherever you are.
Thank you for tuning in to the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. I want to thank Tim Burden for providing his voice for all the bumpers and stingers you hear throughout the program, and David Cosina for providing Cinematic Sound Radio's theme music. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please email us at cinematicsound at yahoo.com. You can find us on social media at Sinsound Radio on Twitter and Cinematic Sound on Facebook. And if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please take a moment right now to rate the show and write a brief review. Reviews help introduce potential listeners to the show. And while you're at it, head over to Tee Public to get a Cinematic Sound Radio t-shirt. And don't forget to check out Cinematic Sound Radio at cinematicsound.net.